This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Let's get into this week. Um, I got so many messages from you guys about my episode last week when I said that I emailed the head of my department for school 17 million times and I sent him another one and I was like, hi, I'm a little nervous right now because I needed him to sign off on this job for me. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. But a lot of you sent me emails and you were like, or you didn't send me emails. Oh my God. You guys sent me messages like DMs or texts. And you said like, I'm the exact same. I would have done the exact same thing. And so this week I had class in person. And so I went into school and I went into his office and I was like, thank you so much. I am so sorry for emailing you so many times. I am so sorry for being a pain in your ass. And he was so sweet. And he was like, no, that's totally fine. I understand. Blah, blah, blah. But I did go in and I did apologize and I was like, I am so, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm so much of a psychopath, but yeah, he was so great about it. So my peak and my pit of this week, honestly, I don't really know. I feel like this week was all kind of a blur. This week was a little wild. I am about to get my period. So before I get my period, I don't know if anyone else is like this. I always get very like lethargic and like moody and just like, I get so I get so fucking tired and have such bad brain fog. So like I didn't do anything this week. Like I barely even worked out. If I did go to the gym, I did like two reps of something and then I just sat there for a bit and like listened to my music and I was like, okay, I think I'm good. I'm gonna go home. And then with school, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't pay attention to anything that happened at school today or this week. And I just was so in my own zone. I like I'm just trying to make it through. I hate the fact that like female hormones are so crazy and mine are like so bad. So this week has just been a weird week. Everything is blended together and I don't know what's going on. So for this week's episode, we're going to talk about vulnerability, baby. I think this is such an important topic and I mean, especially going into this new year, a lot of us want to become the best versions of ourselves, whatever that means for you. But I think a lot of the time we kind of like due to social media and everything, we kind of think that like becoming the best versions of ourselves is like drinking your water, working out, eating healthy, wearing a cute sweatset and feeling confident. And like, yes, those are so important and things that like personally I try to do every day, but I think the most important part about becoming the best version of yourself is looking inward and being like, okay, what trauma or what behaviors do I have that are sabotaging myself? And what do I need to do to kind of counteract those? And what do I need to do to 
like work through them because you don't want to be carrying around this trauma with you all the time. You don't want to be acting out in ways that like aren't productive for you. So for me, the biggest part of becoming the best version of myself is reflecting on myself and like working through what I need to work through. So a little bit of background. I was never the kid that would explain my emotions to people. If someone did something and they hurt my feelings, I would never get sad. I would never get sad. Instead, I would get mad and I would be vicious. Like I would say some nasty ass, nasty ass shit to people because I'm like, you just hurt my feelings. So I want to hurt you back as bad as you hurt me instead of just being open and talking about my emotions. And I'm not even going to lie to everyone. I probably have been doing this until the pandemic started and until I really got deep into therapy. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's probably like not a good thing to try and hurt other people when I'm upset. So I just started like becoming more vulnerable. And I think vulnerability is also something that you learn more as you mature. I think it's a sign of maturing to be able to like express your emotions. But growing up, my family who I love more than anything, but my extended family, they are very always put your best foot forward, always show people how amazing you are. Don't talk about your struggles, just work through them by yourself or like just suppress them, to be honest, just suppress them. And like make people think that we're a lot better than we are. And that's just how I've grown up. That's always been my mindset. I, all my cousins probably have the same mindset. My brother has the same mindset. This is just how we were brought up. And so during the pandemic, when I was going through a really, really, really hard time, it was very hard for me to put on a brave face for everyone. And so eventually I just started telling everyone everything that was going on. We had a family Zoom call for Christmas and we went around the room and everyone, like all my cousins, like said what they were doing. And like my family does a lot. My family does a lot. My cousin's a doctor. My brother's going to be a chiropractor. My younger cousin, he's like a hockey star. He's going to get drafted. My other cousin's like an influencer. Like everyone is just doing a lot of things in life. And so we went around the room and every single person was like, oh, I got this scholarship or, oh, I'm doing residency or yeah, I just like won this award and all this stuff. And then they got to me and they're like, B, like, what are you doing? How are you? And I'm like, oh, like I'm doing well. Like I have crippling anxiety. Um, it's okay. My therapist said that we'll talk about it. I have no job. I'm not in school. I just got broken up with. Um, that was a bummer. And I was like, kind of making a joke about it but also telling everyone about it and like their faces they were so shocked they were so stunned it was like the most uncomfortable thing ever because we don't talk about it as a family because none of us have been open about what we're actually going through Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, 
everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So my older cousin, for example, he is, he's a doctor now, but he is someone that I've always looked up to for so many different reasons. And both of us are wanting to follow that medical path. And so he was someone that I've always compared myself to. And he got a 4.0 in undergrad. He got in the 99th percentile in the MCAT. He got straight into med school from undergrad. And so when I didn't do any of that, not even close, like not even close, and I got rejected from med schools and all this stuff, I felt a lot of pressure because I was like, holy shit, I am not, I'm not good. I'm not smart. I'm not as good as anyone else in my family. Everyone's going to be disappointed in me. And I just spiraled out of control. But it's because no one talked about what my cousin went through. My cousin got rejected from med schools too, but he still got into them. But no one talked about the rejections. No one talked about how much he had to study and how hard he worked to get these grades. No one talked about any of that. We only showed the highlights. And so in my head, I was like, holy fuck, he's so freaking smart. He never struggled once. And I'm over here struggling. And I had to go up to my OCHEM teacher and ask them if they could regrade my paper or regrade my exam because I was going to fail the class. So like, I just didn't know that he was also going through a lot of shit because we only show the highlights. And so then in turn, I felt like shit all the time and like worthless because I was struggling so fucking bad 
and I didn't know that anyone else was. As we all know, Hellrich Collective started because I was going through a hard time and I wanted to raise awareness on it. And that's something that I still want to do because I will cry my eyes out if someone ever compares themselves to me and thinks that I have it all and they are struggling. I mean, I understand from the outside looking in, you look at my Instagram or whatever it is, you look at HC or anything HC does and you think like, holy shit, this is so amazing. Like, look at their lives, blah, blah, blah. But like, no, I want people to know all the shit that I have to go through all the time so that people who are struggling can relate to it and people can look at it and be like, okay, I'm going through the same thing. So maybe in the future, like I can achieve whatever I want to achieve. I was talking to one of my family members about the whole BuzzFeed articles and everything that HC has accomplished so far. And I told her that I went and I was talking to someone and they were like, oh yeah, like, how's your business going? Like, it doesn't seem like you have very many struggles. And I was like, um, what? Like, are you fucked? And so I told them and I was like, no, no, like I have to pitch myself to so many people all the time. I pitched myself to Harper's Bazaar and the lady just read and rejected seven of my messages, which like, I just have to say is actually kind of funny. I mean, I messaged her seven times and she read them all and she chose to not reply to me. And I'm like, that's so embarrassing of me but like also if I wanted I'm gonna freaking do what I have to do for it but I'm out here trying my best and everything that HC gets isn't just because it happens it's because I'm putting in this work and I'm trying to do all these things and so I was telling my family member and she was like don't tell people this don't tell people that you like are trying to reach out to all these big brands or like these big companies. Like, don't tell them. Have people think that like they are reaching out to you and that you're a bigger deal than you are. And I was like, but that's not, that's not real. That's not real. I don't want someone to look at us and think, oh, wow, all these huge ass companies are reaching out to them because they're such a big deal. Like, no, I'm trying my best to get our name out there and do all these things. And I get one reply back for every 70 rejections. Like I just said, Harper's Bazaar, the lady read and rejected my messages seven times, seven. And like, there's so many emails that I send that I just, I get rejected and it's just a way of life. And it's something that I'm not going to hide to people and I'm not going to pretend like we're a bigger deal than we are. You're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. And obviously, I'm not 
spilling my life story to every random stranger that I meet. I want to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and to express my emotions and to show my failures to like my family and my friends and people that I trust. And if you can't be vulnerable with those people, then I think we also need to reevaluate like what what is going on you know like who do you have around you if you don't feel like you can open up and express how you're feeling about things or the times that you're not doing so great in life because it's a very normal thing to go through and so I mean for example I was dating a boy who was the most emotionally unavailable man I have ever met in my entire life not even an unavailable man, unavailable person, like the most closed off individual I have ever met. We were like fully dating and he could not tell me that he liked me. He did because he told his family about me, but like could not get the words out to me that he liked me. And so I never felt like I could tell him anything. Like I never felt like I could tell him if something bothered me or if I was sad about something because he would either shut it down. He would either shame it and be like, why the fuck do you feel this way? Or I would be scared that he would leave me. So I just, I tried my best to not bring anything up that concerned me or tell him that I was anxious or anything like this. But also at the same time, you guys need to understand that like, I'm a person that like my emotions, I can't really hide them. I try to hide them. I can't. I'm a very passionate person. You'll see it on my face. You'll see it in the way I act. You'll see it in my attitude. Like I cannot pretend like I'm okay when I'm not. And so obviously he would figure it out and it would be a whole situation. And he would be like literally shaming me for the way that I felt which is like so fucked. But I was just so scared that he was going to leave me. And so what happened is that he left me anyways. (laughs) What happened is he said, I'm going to get the fuck out and see ya. So there we go. I mean, no matter what I tried to do, he was, he left. And I learned at that moment that the right people are going to stand by you when you're vulnerable and help you through it. If someone is shaming you for your emotions, then like, fuck that. I learned in therapy that all emotions are valid because you're feeling them. For whatever reason, you are feeling these emotions, and so they should never be dismissed. You should be able to talk about them in a safe and comfortable environment and work through them because they're valid all emotions are valid and the people that shame emotions like fuck that i hate that i mean for me i think that being vulnerable is like courageous and sexy and strong and empowering and makes you a better person i mean literally like the example i just said but think about someone that you dated and think about someone who was emotionally unavailable and someone who talked through their emotions and told you how they felt And then like, tell me which one you think is sexier. And if you go with the one that's emotionally unavailable, then we have other issues that we're going to have to deal with and we're going to have to talk through. Because obviously, the person that is able to be in a relationship and talk with you about how they're feeling, dude, that is way hotter. And like, we can all agree that's way hotter. That's a part of maturing. Like when I was younger, I would be like, oh, 
I don't want a boy who's like telling me all his emotions, blah, 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 like men should be strong, whatever. One, that's society fucking us all. Like that is the most fucked up thing ever. And two, growing up, I do not, I would not be able to date someone anymore who is so closed off emotionally. The reason that Dean and I work so well together is because we talk through every single emotion that we have. If we get in a fight, we talk through it. If one of us is sad, we talk through it. And if I were to date someone now who wasn't able to be vulnerable and open with me, like I don't, it wouldn't work. Dean and I actually had a whole conversation about this last night because I was a sad little goon last night and like I said before I mean first of all like I was just sad because Dean and I obviously we do long distance and that is fucking hard anyone that does it knows how hard it is and I'm getting a little homesick right now I've been away for a little bit and I'm like missing my family and also just school and life and HC and everything is really just getting to me and stressing me out also like I said I'm PMSing so that's like a whole other thing but I was just really sad and I reverted back to old habits and I started getting angry at Dean when he literally did nothing. He's a perfect little angel, but I started getting angry at him and I was pushing him away and I was like self-sabotaging myself and he actually called it out and he was like, I know exactly what you're doing. I know you're self-sabotaging. I need you to take a breath and I need you to explain to me the emotions that you're feeling and why you're feeling this way. He was like, I need you to tell me if I did something. I need you to tell me if it's just life. I need to tell me what you need instead of pushing me away because I was starting to get like really mean and just like didn't want to talk. I like wouldn't answer the phone when he would try and call and I just was starting to spiral and he caught it and he forced me to talk about how I was feeling and then it was fine and then we worked through it and everything was great but it's also like one of the most comforting feelings knowing that you have someone who knows how uncomfortable it is to be vulnerable and be open but it's one of the best feelings when you're finally able to kind of like let your guard down and like break those walls and be so open and honest with someone and like have them see your true self and obviously we're all scared of rejection we're all scared of like the fear of like being so vulnerable with people but once you find that person in your life a parent a friend a cousin a teacher like whoever that you feel like you can tell them everything and they're gonna like care for you no matter what it is one of the most freeing feelings and it's literally just the best being vulnerable is a very 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 scary thing like i said it is something that i think you have to be a very strong person to be able to be vulnerable and be open and be courageous and share your emotions because we're all we're all scared of rejection we're all scared of like people knowing our authentic selves like it's a scary thing and we also don't know if these emotions are going to be received well on the other end so it's always a very nerve-wracking thing to be vulnerable but i think that it is so fucking like strong and empowering to be able to share these emotions and stay true to yourself and be like this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm going through these are my failures these are my successes this is who i am and just stand so firm into that 
Being vulnerable helps us to work through our emotions easier. I mean, we all have emotions. And when I used to suppress them, they would just bottle up until I would explode and I would go ballistic and I would be nasty to everyone. And that is not the type of person I want to be. So instead of doing that, I'm going to work through emotions as they come up and work through them throughout my life and not just have them all bottle until one point I'm at a breaking point and I can't handle it anymore. Being vulnerable helps us to build stronger connections with people. And like I said, you don't have to go to the grocery store and tell people your deepest, darkest secrets and like be so vulnerable and tell everyone everything. I mean, if a random person asks me about HC, I say, yeah, it's great. I love it. I'm not telling them everything that I'm doing behind the scenes or all the failures or anything like that. But I am telling that to my family or my friends and I am reaching out to people when I need their help. And when they can help me through it, we're getting such a deeper bond. And I feel the same way when someone I love reaches out to me about something they're going through and I can be there and I can help them. I also think more importantly, you're building a stronger relationship with yourself. You are being open and honest with yourself about where you're struggling, how you're feeling, what you need to do to cope. And if you're very confused and you're like, I'm fine, I don't have any emotions, blah, 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 like just sit down and try and like journal some stuff out because all the time when I'm like writing on paper, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I have some deep trauma that I need to work through and like I'm being honest with myself and I'm going to work through it. If you want to be extremely vulnerable, go to therapy. <laughs> that is a place where one, it's a safe place. And two, they're going to talk about everything. And you're going to leave a session and be like, holy shit, I didn't even think that like this was why this happened or this is how I felt or whatever. And it's going to open up a whole new world of just getting to know yourself and getting to know your own emotions and understanding what you do and what you don't do and better ways to manage it and and why you do certain things being more vulnerable and open and honest is something that we all need to work on more I think but it's honestly a main part of us becoming the best versions of ourselves and I mean that's what this whole year and that's kind of the mentality that we all have for right now is we want to be the best versions of ourselves. We want to show up as our highest selves every day. And for me, that means learning to be more vulnerable with my emotions and to be able to express them in a healthier way and to also not be so scared to share my failures and my struggles with people because that's just part of life. And I think it can help so many people in the end. And like I said, I never want to have someone look at me and look at my life and compare themselves in any way, especially if they're going through their own struggles, because that's what social media is a lot of the time. And I look at people and I compare myself and I just want to be so open and so honest with everyone about everything that I go through. I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but I just want to end it on this note that being vulnerable is not weakness. Being vulnerable, you have to be so strong and so courageous to be able to open yourself up. I mean, it's such a scary thing, but having this vulnerability to you is like so hot. It is so empowering and it is so freeing. And in turn, you become more confident in yourself when you know exactly who you are and exactly the qualities that you have. And you are so authentically yourself and so in tune with your emotions and you're not going to apologize for the way that you are and that wraps up today's episode it was a quick one short to the point 
vulnerability is the hottest thing ever. So if you guys like this episode, please don't forget to rate it, share it, review it, send it to a friend, post it on your story, tag the podcast Instagram, send me a DM, let me know what you think of this episode, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.